You're listening to The Fitness Lounge, where we discuss in-depth everything from fitness, health, wellness, and mindset. Whether you're just beginning your fitness journey or you've been involved in fitness for years, we have a little something for everyone. So just sit back, lounge for a bit with us, and enjoy. Hi, welcome to The Fitness Lounge. Today we are going to be talking about how to live a fit life on a busy or unpredictable schedule. I think this probably hits home with everybody, <laughs> a vast majority of yeah. people who uh, are in the undertaking or you know, even currently in the middle of their fitness journey. Yeah. Uh, some have figured out a good way to do it, um, but I think that the biggest hurdle probably for almost everyone, mm -hmm. the biggest obstacle is how am I supposed to achieve my goals when I've got such a demanding schedule on my life? Right. Um, Not I, just work, but kids and family, everything. Absolutely. And you, you probably more than anyone know exactly what that's oh, yeah. like. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, I remember when we met and you told me your, you know, what you did and your, your schedule. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. I mean, you're in bed at 7 PM. <laughs> Sometimes earlier. <laughs> up if at, I can. up at midnight or one. Yeah, average about one or two in the morning. Yeah. Man. And, and, you know, but it was funny because I'd be going in to start my day. I'm going to hit the gym, and you're finishing your workday, and you're at the gym. And we're hitting it at the exact same yeah, time. Exactly. Schedule probably plays the biggest component into someone's success or failure, at least in yes. their mind. Should I say, yes. from an obstacle Absolutely. standpoint? If you don't mind sharing a little bit, I mean, what what's on your plate? What have you gone through over the past 20 years? How has that changed? Where are you now, well, as far actually, as schedule? I, you know. It's been 21 years in the Marines. I've kind of been fortunate that my schedule hasn't changed a whole lot, you know, because in the Marine Corps, we would always get our workouts in in the mornings. I mean, that's how it was all, every day, you know. Um, and most of the time, it was just running and hiking and things like that. So at lunchtime or at the end of the day, I would get my weightlifting in. Um, since I've retired and my schedule now, you know, I get up, I'm a project manager for a you know, concrete company. So, you know, I get up at 1 or 2 in the morning, and I'll work till about 9, 10, 11, depending on what's going on, and then, then I hit the gym. So my schedule's kind of allowed me to have that, that I've always had a certain time I could go, and it's always worked out, you know. Um, am I tired? Yeah, I'm tired, but I still go, because, you know, if I don't go, if I go home first before I go to the gym, I probably won't go. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I always take my stuff with me. So right when I leave work, I go straight to the gym. Then I don't have to worry about, you know, getting it home and something comes up or whatever so I can, you know, get my workout in. Uh, but it's it really hasn't changed a lot for me. I've kind of always had a, a window that I could always hit. You know, I've been, like I said, I've been fortunate with that. Um, I know a lot of people don't have that, though, because their schedules are very, fle you know, you got to be flexible with their schedules, and it's always up and down and changing. Some people traveling and whatnot. But how about, how about you? No, I mean, I, I'm, the, I'm that exact case. Doing window sales, in-home sales specifically, mm -hmm. uh, we don't find out what our schedules are until 9, 10 p.m. the night before. Oh, wow. And so we could yeah. be, you know, have to make a two-hour drive to our first appointment and have to be there by 10. So now not only do I have to be out the door by 8, but I've got to count in my time ahead of time to get up, shower, right. you know, all that stuff. Uh, two, you know, maybe I go to bed and they tell me I don't have anything till 6. And then at 11.30 in the morning, they tell me I've got somewhere i got to be at 2 as well. You know, right. so it's kind of like being on call. Yeah. You know, my wife is is on the other end of the spectrum where her days are consistent, but she travels. Yeah. So when she, you know, she flies out, she's gone, you know, Sunday night or Monday morning, flies back, you know, Thursday night. And when she's gone, I mean, she's in, in her centers that she works at 12 hours a day. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's just deadbeat tired. So yeah, the weekends are her fitness time. Mm -hmm. um, and we've tried, 
many different ways and many different times to figure out how can we implement some things for her while she's on the road. And we've some have been successful, some haven't. You kind of just tr you know trial and error. Yeah, you got to test it. I think you know you hit a, 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 a key point that I think is going to be very crucial for our listeners is that you take your bag with you, yes, ready to go with the intent that when you finish your day, yes. because the moment you step foot at home, your odds drastically decrease. Oh, they change a lot. You got a full house. Yeah. Well, and you know, for me, I would still go. I, I, and I say that I probably wouldn't, but I, I would still let them go just because that's my lifestyle now. You know, I've been doing it for so long, but. I also know that when you get home, you know, with if the kids are at home or I don't know, the dog barfs in the living room, it, your your timelines change. You know, whatever that may be, life happens. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's why I don't even go home. It's easier just to go. You know, take all my pre workout stuff and protein shakes, all my food, everything I take with me, and my clothes, and that way I can just go straight there. It's a good transition, smooth transition. So let me ask you this: if you were if you were one of our listeners. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, someone who's just now starting or considering starting and, and they might have the same type of, you know, work life dynamics, you know, two, three kids at home, they have, yeah. you know, family obligations, they've got, you know, full time job. In your opinion, if that was where you if you were where they're at, and so you haven't had 10, 15, 20 years of routine set in place. Right. Do you think that if you didn't take your bag with you with the intent to go and you were and you said when I get home I'm going to change and go, do you think that you are just as likely to show up to the gym if you take that path as opposed to going pre-prepared? No, I don't think so. I mean, because like we just talked about, it's something's going to come up at the house, you know, or you know, you might want to sit down. I want to catch this TV show real quick. You know, what does that lead to? This next thing you know, it's two hours have passed. You know, oh no, I didn't go to the gym. Or your body gets in that rest mode and well, it's yeah, just yeah. trying to shut down and recoup. Yeah, because you've been at work for X amount of hours. So when it, it, the home is like the place. You know, I want to say it's a place to relax, unless you've got you know twin girls like I've got and an oldest one and you know three dogs and can't really relax. But when you get <laughs> home, it, it, it your body you know just it doesn't even you don't even know what happens, but you kind of transition and you just feel you know feel relaxed and it's like yeah you know maybe I'll be fine if I don't go today you know of course we know that could lead to two three days in a row of that happening so a hundred percent or months yeah or yeah. in some cases 20 30 years yeah, right? or never again you know? <laughs> so and I would say it's you know if you have the dead intent it's probably never going to be a never again but right you know the hardest part what's the old saying the hardest part of any journey is the first step you know yeah, yeah. The, the the first step is always going to be the most difficult and as as we're talking about you know for for many people who are either looking to make a change implement something new this is the, the the biggest key as we talked about in our last episode is that consistency yes um, and so if you don't set out with the intent and the preparation to execute and maintain that consistency it's going to be drastically harder mm -hmm. so I would say to to most people regardless of what it is to the extent that your goal is important to you yeah is the extent that you will prepare and make plans to make it a reality instead of a by chance happenstance. Mm -hmm. uh, I know for me, when you know when I'm going out the door, if if I find out, you know, for instance, I don't have anything till two or six, I know that in my job I'm very less likely to have something pop up on me for a right. 10, 10 a.m. appointment. So I know, hey, I'm going to go hit my workout in the morning. Mm -hmm. Done. But if I have a ten and a six or just a six, I or a 10 and a 2, for instance. And I say these these are time frames, 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 6 p.m. That's mm -hmm. usually the time that they, they would set our appointments right. for us. 
if I don't walk out the door with my bag, the, by the time I choose to come home and put something on, the, the chances drop probably 90%. And that's even for someone who's been doing it seven, eight years yeah. and is a passion of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, for most people, I would probably say that fitness, at least starting off, is not a passion of anyone's. You don't just it's have never done exactly. It's, it's a development, and yeah. even for some people who have been doing it 10, 15 years, it's still not a passion. It's a means to an end. Yeah. It's something they have to do. It's a, it's a checklist. It, well, it's, yeah, some people have to do it for health reasons. Exactly. Yeah. The, not everyone that's their escape and getaway. I know mm-hmm. for me personally, I'm fortunate. People say, "What do you do for fun?" Oh, I, I go work out. Like that is my yeah, hobby. Exactly. It's not one of those things that's on my checklist. Like I have to work. I have to maintain financial health. I have to maintain my relationship. I need to maintain you know my actual health. For me, it's like. If I could choose to be anywhere and spend my time, I'm going to go to the gym just because I enjoy it. It's a huge stress reliever too. For me, yeah, you yeah. get the you get the chemical benefits, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, so as, as we go through this episode today, our main thing is we want to give you a few key tips that we've developed over our time in the industry, and uh, in, in our journeys to make sure that you reach your fitness goals without jeopardizing work and other obligations. I think many people feel that in order to have a successful um, fitness journey they've got to take away time from other areas and obligations of their life and I don't think that's necessarily true I now I would say that if so, if you're giving some of your time to unhealthy things then yeah trade that time for some, exactly yeah. but we're not saying that you've got to give up date night for right. this yep. you don't have to take up you know give up time with the kids or miss recitals or miss games or anything like that you know how can you take what's already important and where do we find the time elsewhere? How do we make that time appear? And you can make the time. I mean, there's always time to do it. Even if, I mean, we talked about that last episode. Even if you're working like 18-hour days, a 15, 20-minute little body exercise workout at home. Yes. I mean, it's something, you know. Uh, you know you something get, is better than nothing. Right before you hop in the shower, if yeah. you take your showers at the end of the day, hey, you're already going to be sweaty anyway. Just go ahead and 15 yeah. minutes, yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had those conversations with my wife. She's like, you know, I just, I, I can't get into the gym today. I said, great. Here's, here's about 15 minutes worth of body weight exercises because she always likes working on her legs and glutes. I'm like, here's some things you can do real quick, boom, done. Yeah, yeah. So first off, I would say for the vast majority of people, we work on a five-day work week, yes. whether that's a Monday through Friday or a variation. But normally for most people, they have two days off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say the number one key is never miss an off day of work to work out. Meaning exactly. if you've got two days off, dedicate that at some point in those two days, you're guaranteed that you're going to work out. That right there puts you in a favor of two days each week. Now you just got to find a couple more and you can really start. It's a good, it's good uh, stepping stone. Absolutely. Exactly. So if you're just now starting out, instead of go, going in all out cold turkey five, six days a week, just do your off days. Right. Two, if you're not doing any days, two days is drastically more each week than, than doing nothing. Um, and you will start to get the results. You'll start to get the traction. You'll start to develop the habits. You'll start, start feeling to, better. Exactly. Yep. And quite frankly, as we talked about last episode in regards to cardiovascular versus resistance training, mm-hmm. you may not want to do more than two days a week for the first month anyways if you're doing resistance training because you're just going to oh, be sore. Oh, you're going to yep. be sore if your body's getting used to it. So two days, rest five, you'll feel better, a lot better. Right. So we, we talk about working out at home but you know let's talk you know going into the gym membership thing you want to you want to find something that's going to fit you and fit the path you're on you know um nowadays there's gyms everywhere you know you got your big gyms 24-hour fitness goals gym now you got your smaller gyms fitness connection or wherever you're from there's gyms everywhere so i I think what what's best is you know if you're driving by a gym on your way to work or 
on your way home from work, that that could be something you could look into. That that gym membership at that particular gym would probably fit your timeline. You know, it, it would suit you more. Definitely take you off of having to have a detour. <clears throat> right. Yeah, because you don't want to go 20 minutes out of your way, 30 minutes out of your way to go to another or go to a gym. And, and I know some people probably don't have the luxury of having a bunch of gyms around them, and that might be their only option. But nowadays, especially in the bigger cities, they're they're everywhere. Absolutely. You know? I think the key with this is that you don't want to create an obstacle that isn't already there. Right. Um, I'll give an example. So again, for most people, they're probably not going to get too specific on um, necessarily the type of gym. If they're talking about joining a gym, most gyms for people just starting out will have things that everyone's looking for. So for in, in the instance in the, in the Dallas Fort Worth market, you know, there's your fitness connections, your fitness 2000s, mm-hmm. your planet fitnesses. Texas family fitness. Yeah, yeah. then there's, you know, your your lifetimes, your 24 hour fitness, your yeah. Gold's Gym, there's the LA Fitness. And so while there's a price difference, most of those are gonna have basic machinery, weights and stuff yeah. that someone who is just starting out, never done this, can utilize. Right. And then you might outgrow it. Meaning, I know for instance, like Planet Fitness, they're kind of limited on the amount of weights that they have. So at a point, I know I did, you outgrow it and you just switch your gym membership. You go somewhere exactly. else. Yep. But I also, when I really first started my fitness journey and I had that conversation with that trainer about, you know, I want to look like this. Mm-hmm. That was a one spot only gym. There was only one location of it. It was a competitor's gym. They, they, they focused solely right. on competition, uh, physique, bodybuilding and stuff. And knowing that that's the body style I wanted, I knew for me, for my success, it was the environment. Even though it was a 30 to 40 minute drive out of the way each day, complete opposite direction, what made it successful for me was showing up and being around the environment. And in some instances, that may be the key component that someone needs to find is what's going to be what's going to be the thing that gets me going and staying. Mm-hmm. Is it the environment? Is it the people? Um, you know, there are people I know that go to the original Metroflex. Oh yeah. Um, the you know the original and those things, man. They got some of the oldest, crummiest, oh, yeah. you know, way out of date machines, but. It's that grungy gym, and people like that vibe. I mean, you throw Ronnie Coleman's name out. That's that was his home. You know? Absolutely, Branch yeah, Warren. Branch Warren, yes. So, um, so I would say that if you're not specific on what you're looking for, which is perfectly fine, you don't have to be. Usually, the best gym is going to be the one that doesn't take you too far out of your path. Right. Um, obviously, you you know within reason you want it to fit within your budget. I mean, don't don't need to break the bank for it. Right. Most of the time, you can get what you're looking for. I mean, even now, as I've actually grown in my my fitness journey, I could go back to a Planet Fitness, even though they're limited on weights, and still get a fantastic workout, because knowing you, what I know now. Exactly. Yeah. Knowing what I know now, you can take just about anything where we're at now in our lives and what we've been doing in the fitness industry. We could pretty much go anywhere and make something good out of it. Absolutely. Know? I mean, even with body weight workout, I yeah. mean, shoot, our trainer has us do that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'll use an example that probably a lot of uh, women, at least for sure, would, would recognize is, uh, I don't know if you ever saw the Twilight movies, but Taylor Lautner. I tried not to. <laughs> did, did you get sucked into it? I, yeah, I might have watched one yeah. too. <laughs> so Taylor Lautner, I mean, he was obviously in great shape. He was a very yeah. young guy. His trainer did nothing but resistance bands training. Right. No weights, just all resistance mm-hmm. band. Um, I know, um, 
I mean, if you look at most Hollywood stars, they're using a combination of various methods that most of the time you can be found in almost any basic oh, gem. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so getting creative now, again, not everyone's going to necessarily have that creativity. But the point is, is that as far as finding um, the right place for you, if doing a home gym or working out or if, you're, if your job has a gym. Mm -hmm. I know my, my dad works at Lockheed Martin. They've yeah. got a fantastic facility up there. Yeah, yeah. But if you're literally talking about those those situations don't fit where you're at and who you are and you're, where, what you're looking at uh, from a, a landscape perspective, finding a gym that's not going to take you too far out of the path is probably going to be the most crucial piece to this puzzle for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And I think, you know, when you start talking about, like, once you find the gym you're going to, like, what what's the best time to go work out, Right. I mean, you want to fit it in your schedule somewhere. We were just talking about ourselves, how, you know, I go at the end of my work shift, you know, because it just works out for me that way. But I think a lot of people, if they, they start off, if they can get that discipline and, and go in the morning, you know, wake up, you know, allow, your enough time, allow yourself enough time to go to the gym and then go to work, you know, that, that's, that's huge. You know, a lot of people don't realize it, too, is that you can actually burn more fat. When you wake up and go in, in, in your, been, your body's been fasting all night. So when you go to the gym in the morning, you drink some water and, and go hit it. For the, the, of course, those that have the goals of losing the body fat. Right, right, right. Um, that's great for it. But not only that, though, it, it, it makes you feel better throughout the day. It does. It, it, you know, it piques your body's ability to convert energy yes. in a more effective manner. You feel And you feel like you accomplished something. Like just in your own mind, you're like, you know what? I just worked out today, so now the rest of your day is good. 100%. And you if know? you hit it hard, you might be walking a little funny. People are going to ask well, you yeah. what you do. Hey, you worked out. Yeah. You, know? exactly. uh, you hit the nail on the head from the perspective of the body fat burn. If you can increase your metabolism in the beginning of the day, it's going to stay spiked throughout the rest yes. of the day. The moment you go back to sleep, your body will reset yep. closer to, in some cases almost entirely, back to its normal resting rate. So if you're hitting your workout at night, it's still better than not doing it at all. But just understand, if we're talking complete optimal, if we're talking yes. complete comparison, which one is optimal, the body will perform better from a body fat burn perspective yes. if you can get that done earlier in the day and let that, that boost in your metabolism mm -hmm. ride out as you're finishing the day. But I'll tell you, you know, when I started when I started training uh, for competition back in the day and I, I decided I wanted to train for aesthetics and mm -hmm. whatnot, I was going after work. It just it was what worked well, for yeah. me because the drive there in the morning, the time it took me that 30 to 40 minutes right. was longer because of traffic. Yep. So I would either have to get there like three hours early, which made no sense because I'm losing, losing sleep. Yep. Exactly. So it, it has to make sense for you. Getting it done is the most important thing. Right. Getting it done is the most important now, thing. And I would offer to our listeners that, you know, if you were interested in doing something like that and you're, you know, let's say you're going Monday through Friday, you know, split it up. You know, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you go early morning, you know, go first thing in the morning workout and Tuesday, Thursday's evening or vice versa. You know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday evening, Tuesday, Thursday morning. Um, that's that's a good little mix up, you know, kind of keeps things interesting. Yeah, and if you've got, I mean, if you've got a, an adjusting schedule job, uh, well, it's even better. Yeah. Absolutely, you, you, and that's where the flexibility kind of comes in of being able to go at this time or go at that time. I know I used to wait tables. You know, shifts can vary. You have a morning shift, you have an evening shift. Yep. Um, you know, and or you have a late night shift. If you're working bar, you know, you're closing down at three, four in the morning. The last thing you're gonna want to do is get up and go at six, right? 
Might as well go right when you're done. Yeah, you, <laughs> if, if it's if open, you have a twenty four hour gym, yeah, yeah it's open. Yeah, uh, and if you've got a home gym, it's, it's always twenty four hours. Yeah. <laughs> never, it never closes. Now, in in regards to home gyms, that's that's a question that I've gotten quite a bit. You know, all right, should I have a gym membership? Should I have a home gym? And I don't think there's a right answer. That's that's a broad brush. I think the components that come into it is first off, can you afford a home gym? Right, mm-hmm. and what would you put in it? Some people, like usually the guys, right? They're going to go in and they're going to put in a bench press. Yep. They're going to try and put in a squat rack. The standards. Yep. But yep. but it absolutely has to have a bench press. Yep. You know. Whereas I know there are some fantastic home gyms that I've seen. Um, some from from friends on uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, females that have, they do kettlebells. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. And I'll tell you what, in my opinion, they get a way better workout with that. Than the guys who just had the bench press. Now they obviously have completely different goals, so it's right. hard to compare those things. Right. But you don't need a whole lot. And as we talked about, you can literally just have your body weight. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of people who do, do fantastic work with just just body weight mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so really, I would say the most cost effective home gym is the one that you're breathing in right now. Exactly. That that's yeah. it. Um, but if we're talking about true home gym versus you know, paying for a gym membership, pros and cons, you know, price comes in in the effect of it's going to be shorter term, more cost effective, more than likely to go with a gym membership because you're paying right. usually, depending on which one you go with, you can get them as low as 10 bucks a month. Um, I know there are you know, some of the elite ones that are 100 plus bucks yeah, a month. Lifetime. Yeah. Uh, and they bring other amenities that you could never oh, have at your home. Oh, a ton of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I do like Lifetime. I'm just never going to get my nails done. You know, I'm not going to rock climb. I'm not going to play racquetball. There's just a lot of stuff. stuff yeah. yeah. Um, but with home gyms, um, you know, again, depending on how intricate, if you're talking about going and buying state-of-the-art treadmills and state-of-the-art lifting equipment, which is all good and great, it's going to take you longer to recoup that versus the cost of a gym membership. Mm-hmm. Plus, you have to maintain it, right? If something oh, breaks, yeah. that's on you. Um, I yeah. would even say you make, you make sure you use it. <laughs> that's because I know a, a lot of people that have you know bow flexes and treadmills and ellipticals and. Oh, you mean expensive clothes hanging wires? Exactly, <laughs> collecting dust and yes. you know, it's like you know if you got it you know use it. Yeah, and, and all this goes back to you know the topic of this show is your unpredictable schedule. You know, it, gym membership if it can fit into your schedule then that's probably what you should do because you have just a wide variety of things you can use. And if your schedule doesn't allow that, then once again, like you were talking about, you know, you can get a treadmill, get something, kettlebells, small dumbbells, resistance bands, and you can do it at home, right? And even if you travel a lot, you can take that stuff with you. Absolutely. You know? And yeah, I I have resistance bands. I got the skid plates. I, got, I mean, yeah. I bought a lot of that stuff specifically so that when you do my travel. wife, well, yeah. so my wife travels, well, yeah, she, she can travels use it. Lot, yeah. And then she just wasn't using it. So I'm like, well, I'll just use it. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, the very easily you can you can take in a very small amount of space, you can take plenty to activate your body in ways that you probably never thought mm-hmm. you could before. One of the reasons I personally go to a gym is, is it's the environment, it's the people. Yeah, me too. I'm Absolutely. an extrovert, I yep. like being around people. Um, you know, plus from time to time, it's, you know, I don't mind working out by myself, but there's a different level of activation that you can get when you have a partner mm-hmm. that pushes you um, not only mentally pushes you and motivates you, but actually is able to help physically push it's you. It's a game changer. Yeah. Um, you can go past those limits yep. uh, and feel a little bit more safe and secure in those. Um, 
I mean, if you're the if you're the massive extrovert and you like like the, the classes, you're not going to get that at home. No, you know, I know plenty of people that love doing the classes, and that's why they go is because of the. Yeah, some people get memberships just for that. Exactly, you know? the camaraderie, if yep. you will. Um, I know. I'm. I mean, you can buy in-house saunas nowadays. I'm not going to, but most, no. you know, a lot of gyms will have that too. Yeah, my father-in-law so. bought one of those for his house up in Michigan. I don't think you ever use it that much. Yeah, exactly. It's it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it looked cool over there, but well, home is the place that we tend to think of rest. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that's why they'd say don't don't do your homework or or or, or work work on your bed because then you associate your bed with work and you can't sleep. And so normally we're going to associate the home with rest. And exactly. So we don't work out. Yep. I think the final big piece here is not every workout needs to be the same type. We no. hit. We kind of hit this earlier yeah in regards to you know do do weight training one day do cardiovascular another day you can you can mm-hmm. absolutely switch it up they don't always have to be the same thing and i would no. say that doing the same thing consistently all the time will lead you to a plateau now again you're going to right. plateau but sometimes right. that can lead you to a faster plateau or a very specific plateau yeah um so it's okay it's okay to mix things up. And what I mean by that is it is okay to have a gym membership, not use it one day and do the bodyweight workouts yeah, at home absolutely. or go for a walk with the dog, go for a jog. Yep. I mean, that's perfectly fine. The funniest thing that I think when I see someone spending $40, $50 a month or $100 a month mm-hmm. on a gym membership is they only go there to run on the treadmill. Yeah, I see. Headphones yep. in, they don't talk to anyone. They yep. just get on the treadmill and they run. And I'm like, you could do that for free at yeah. your house, and it would probably be a little bit better. Um, or how, how about those that you know that they only you know for chest, for example, you know they always do barbell bench press all the time, every time. Hundred percent. You know it, the, things like that. You, you would, talking about changing that. You know what? Try one week doing a barbell, next week do dumbbell. Then maybe next week do a machine. Correct. You know, like I know a lot of guys that used to just always do the same exercise every single time. And I'll do all three in the same day. Well, yeah. You yeah. know, I'll, and, I'll... and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, you just get your muscles get into that groove, and it's like you're doing the same thing. You know, and it's and it's nice to have that switch up because doing there is a big difference between between doing a barbell bench press and dumbbell bench press. Oh, vast difference. You know, like the the the, the weak side and strong side don't get a chance to compensate exactly. for each other. Right. Um, and, and there, at the same time, there are benefits to doing the barbell because you're having to try and fire everything off at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Um, usually you can overload weight a little bit heavier than obviously what you can if you're right. doing each arm individually. So that's going to activate different muscle mm-hmm. fibers. Um, and that goes into a whole other, you know, deeper topic of, right. you know, proper, uh, proper exercises, using this for that method, using this for that method over here. Um, what we want to make sure that we're, we're getting at is don't feel that you have to tie yourself down to the same routine every single time. Again, we talked about consistency, but the consistency is more of being consistent and putting in the effort, right. doing it on a more regular basis. Um, it's not necessarily consistently doing the exact same thing. So what I mean by that is don't do yoga six days a week. Now, you can if your entire goal is flexibility because that will continue to help exactly. you get there faster. But if you're looking for overall, you know, try something new, switch something up, let your body yeah. respond different, and then go back to that. Yeah, if you you'll, you'll like it. I guarantee you'll like it. But yeah, so, you know, covering everything we talked about, you can talk. It's there's time. You can make time. You know, 
you, everyone's got busy schedules. Some people don't, but you, you always have the time to get something in. Yeah, I would say if you don't have a busy schedule and you have a goal of improving your fitness on any level, unless there is a physical impediment, Mm-hmm. Injury, of course. Yeah, something you know, health-wise comes up that you have probably in your favor. The one thing that everyone else wishes they had, which is more time. Exactly. Um, so we all have our reasons why we haven't done, you know, what we've said we were going to do or what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think honestly, the, the the number one reason that I hear constantly from people is. It's just time. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not from a lack of desire. Now I will say there are some people who use time as the cover up for the lack of oh, desire. But all the time. but time <laughs> is always it. So if you can remove that obstacle, you've got a way better chance of su- uh, succeeding if you genuinely want to. Now if you don't genuinely want to, and we solve that obstacle, you're just going to come up with another one anyways, yeah. right? Yep. But for those who are genuinely asking themselves, how can I get to my fitness goals? I want to achieve this. I want to do this. I want to look like this. I just don't have the time. What do I do? The first thing you have to do is you got to look at your schedule, figure out where where can it happen, and even if it's just two days, yeah, where does, start with two where days. Where does that where does that time present itself? Exactly, because it's somewhere in there. And sometimes you're going, you may literally have to make it for yourself. Yep. Single moms who oh, yeah. work five six days a week. Yep. When they wake up on their off day, it, it's not their off day, right? There's no such thing as an off day. They're waking up. They're probably being woken up. Yep. So how do you make that happen? And I'll tell you, there are some fantastic, um, some fantastic pages on Instagram for single moms that have have done a great job. That they'll incorporate their workout with their kids, yeah. Whether they're newborns um, or you know, as their children are growing up getting their children involved, teaching them good yeah. lifestyles and good habits, and then using them as the reason for why they can't skip. Exactly. Because now I've got a, I said I was going to do this. My daughter or my son is watching me. They're learning these behaviors. And if I, mean, I skip out... You don't want them to see you quitting on it. Exactly. So a lot of times they'll use them to put them in places they're fail-safe, which is, I think is a great idea. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Listen, we love connecting with our listeners, so if you have any questions or topic requests, please email them to podcast at thefitnesslounge.net. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at fitnesslounge_podcast for more updates, tips, and content. You can also follow us on Twitter at, at fitnesslounge3. We are excited to take this wonderful journey with you, and we'll see you next time here at the Fitness Lounge.